0: The National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland. This is All About Grants. Hello, and welcome to another virtual edition of NIH's All About Grants podcast. I'm your host, David Kossip, with the NIH's Office of Extramural Research. And so you've gone through the whole process of putting together your application, putting words to paper and submitting it and going through review, but unfortunately it did not get funded. What do you do next? Do you have the thoughts about resubmitting your application, perhaps? And and that's what we're here today, we're going to be talking all about the, the ins and outs of of resubmission. And I'm glad to say we have two program officers with us from NIH. Dr. Ziggy So from the Office of Research Infrastructure Programs within the Office of Director, and Dr. Jennifer Troyer from the National Human Genome Research Institute. And I welcome you all both to the show. Hey, David. Thanks. Hello,
1: everyone. David, thanks.
0: Great. So, Jennifer, I'll start with you. What's a resubmission all about? Why should someone consider it?
2: So a resubmission is an opportunity to think about the reviewer's comments, talk to your program director, come back in with an application that hopefully is better for the process of going through the review and the rethink and the resubmission. In general, I almost always advise people to resubmit because it gives you a much higher probability of getting the application funded, especially if you do a really good job
0: of replying to the reviewer comments. It's good to hear there's a better likelihood of being funded the next go-around. Ziggy, adding to what Jennifer said, do you have any additional advice as to why someone might consider resubmitting?
1: I totally agree with what Jen said. As you all know, such NIH grants are highly competitive. Many applications were not funded in the first time, uh, however, many funded projects were from resubmissions, or applications were even submitted several times. Bottom is, you know, you should only consider resubmissions if you are willing to or can address adequately all the issues and the criticisms raised in the study sections or described in the summary statement. So basically, your resubmission should be highly responsive.
0: So actually building on that, um, the, the comments that you're getting from from study section and from review, how how should someone address these comments? And maybe, Jennifer, you could start.
2: Yeah, so I think that it's important and it's always a good idea to just, just like you, when you get a review back from a manuscript, you submit it through a journal. Take a few days, think about it, walk away, come back. And address those comments, even if you disagree with them, address them respectfully and considerately. And so often there are things that you can easily address. Perhaps it's something that you thought was clear, but the reviewers didn't understand, and you can rewrite that section and readdress it. Sometimes there are things you can do like additional literature review, um, additional statistical analyses, maybe even some fairly quick, fairly straightforward lab work that will help support your case or show that you have that experience and ability to do it. So additional preliminary data is sometimes something that's asked for, but Wherever possible, you you want to make sure that you are taking the review as constructive criticism, as something that you can improve in your work. And this is part of the scientific process that we go back and forth. And, and sometimes there are real, you know, honest scientific disagreements. We all have them, but addressing them directly and respectfully is the way to go.
0: So what if, and this question could be for you, Ziggy, like what if you can't address the comments that you get in peer review. What do you do then?
1: If you really cannot adjust the comments raised in the study sections or you know, describing the summary statement, you should, pro- pro- you should provide the reasons why they cannot be addressed. You know, a common example is sometimes the review asks the questions which cannot really be adjusted by the current technologies. So, but you, as long as you can provide a sufficient justifications, you know, you should be okay. However, of course, you know you you know if you really cannot adjust all the questions, and um, you you can also maybe want, want to consider to apply in new mechanisms under new programs or actually or uh, submit different applications with modified aims.
0: Great, thanks for that. Kind of a nuts and bolts question. If someone is considering doing a resubmission. Do they need to acknowledge that somewhere on their application, on their cover letter, somewhere else? Maybe, Jennifer, you could take a stab?
2: Yeah. So when you're applying, there is a box to check that says that this is a resubmission, and then it will get designated in the system as such, as an A1. And one thing that you should be aware of is that when something is a resubmission, part of the review process is to ask how have they addressed reviewers' previous concerns. The other thing you should be aware of is that while you won't necessarily be re-reviewed by the same people, it's possible that it will go back to the same people, or at least that those people will be in the room for the review. So you want them to be seeing that you are really taking their concerns seriously.
0: Great, great. and. Uh, Are there any limitations, or how often can someone submit a uh, resubmitted application? Is there a limitation on that? Maybe, Ziggy, you can take that?
1: Technically, you are only allowed for one resubmission. However, if the resubmission is not successful, you can submit the application again, but as a new application. Only in resubmissions, you can address reviews criticism directly. But in the any new applications, you can also address reviews, comments, but not mention it in the applications. So in principles, you can submit as many as, as you can. However, I would, I would say, you know, if you consistently got actually, you know, not a fundable score or actually the applications are not funded or not discussed, you you may considering uh, to change your topics or you know dramatically revise applications and submit it as a new application instead of resubmission.
2: Uh, can I add to that though? Yeah, i will please. A lot a lot of the times when applications are not discussed, and this is especially true when it's a new investigator or an early stage investigator, it's because not enough detail was provided, and so that can be fixed. You can go back in and resubmit with with much more information on your approach, on your methods, on your preliminary data, um, all those things. So it's always a good idea to talk to the program director on that funding opportunity and see what their assessment is of your probability of doing better if you do resubmit based on what the reviewer's comments were. It's a little harder for the program to director to help you when it's not discussed because all they have is is the written paper that you have but still we have a lot of experience in terms of what are things that are score driving what are things that are fixable and what are things that might not be
0: Great. Thank you for that. Totally uh, encourage people to reach out with their program staff. Before we end, I'd always like to get the opportunity for guests to kind of provide any last minute thoughts, uh, some stuff that we may not have hit on that you really want to mention regarding this. So um, I, I open it up to both um, any any final comments related to resubmission that you'd like to leave the audience. So I'll
2: just say that, you know, as with anything, I think that it, there's always room for improvement, and that's how you should see a resubmission is you've been given an opportunity to, to do even better. And really, the other thing that I'm always telling people is to not just focus on what was said that was negative, but also remember to focus on what was said that was positive and build off of the positives and in order to put back in an application that people are going to be more enthusiastic about.
1: Yeah, I just want to say, actually, is if you're considering risk of emissions, you should be, you know, considering to be highly responsive. And also you should talk to your uh, program officer to understand uh, the risk of emission process and uh, the requirement. And also, I would like suggest you, know, during the revisions of your applications, you want to talk to your colleagues, you know, within your field for any scientific advice and also have your colleagues outside of your field for clarity of your application.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Great advice. Well, Jennifer and Siggy, greatly appreciate this opportunity to hear from you about thoughts on resubmitting one's application. Um, for those interested, please again, reach out to your program staff. They're a wealth of information. that they a great resource for folks. And we also have information on our uh, NIH grants page to search for uh, resubmission application. And, and you should be able to find a lot on the policy and other good information. Thank you again. This has been David Cossip with NIH is All About Grants. Bye.